And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. All right, let's do a little head-banging music there. Although, I'm probably a little old to be slinging my head around. That's kind of hard on the neck once you get past a certain age. Hello, everyone. Welcome. We are live from the bunker. My name is Jason Hunt. I am the editor-in-chief here at Sci-Fi for Me. 33 years in the media... Which means that I can watch Wag the Dog and see every bit of truth in it. The live chat is open for those of you who are with us live. You can join the conversation. If you are not live, you can still leave a comment. If you are listening to us as a podcast, we're on a number of different podcast players, but uh, we're glad you're here as well. We hope that you're willing to give us a rating. Feel free to share these links. That's one of the things that I've I at in in all of my uh continuing education studies let's say it says you know you've got to you got to hook your your audience and they need to be part of your brand ambassador team they need to be willing you got to give them something that's worth sharing so hopefully at some point we give you something that's worth sharing you can share the links here i see manny in the chat hello there welcome good to see you back And here we go, 298, 298 episodes of this show. We have been in operation for over 12 years now, and our audience is steadily growing, slowly but surely. It reminds me of this... uh, uh, old gag something slowly I turn step by step inch by inch and it feels like we are virtually crawling towards the finish line I'm not sure what that's going to look like yet but we have right now 1911 subscribers on YouTube 111 followers on Odyssey welcome to those new followers over there uh, Stephanie in the chat, good to see you as well. Driving and listening. Well, hopefully we won't say anything that will cause you to uh, swerve in uh, in shock and surprise. I have my coffee. I had my Fruit Loops this morning. I'm good to go, I guess. Uh, my energy level is a little bit better than it has been in the last couple of days. Maybe, um, Maybe I've turned a corner, but I don't know about that. We'll see. One of the reasons why I have felt so verklempt, I guess you could say, 
is I see what's going on around us. I watch, uh, I I see things going on in the news, I see things going on in fandom, and I am continuously troubled... Well, not continuously, continually. I mean, it's it's almost a constant now. My concern, not only of not only for the republic uh, in which we live, but my concern over fandom as well. And it strikes me uh, that what we're seeing in fandom. I think is a reflection of what we see everywhere else. And I've said before, I am of the opinion, and it's a very strong opinion, and nobody's going to convince me otherwise, but I am of the opinion that politics, ideological thought, has infected every aspect of our lives. And I think that's by design. I'm not going to get into that part today. But when you stop and consider every debate that we have, masks or no masks, vaccines or no, black lives matter, all lives matter, blue lives matter, was the election rigged, was it stolen, was it all completely on the up and up, did the virus come from China or not, you know, was it was it crafted in a lab or did it just ac- happen by accident in a marketplace? The debate over voter IDs, border security, immigration, foreign policy, the Keystone Pipeline. What do we do with Iran? How do you feel about Section 230 of the Communications Act? Do Facebook and Google and Twitter have too much power? Are they working in cahoots with the government? Or are they just private companies? They can do what they want. Or are they part of the public discussion space? Critical race theory. Is it a thing? Is it not a thing? Is it just taught in law schools? Or is it something that we should be worried about? People are trying to indoctrinate our kids to hate each other based on race. What about cancel culture in general? Well, no, it's just consequences. For what? A joke you made 15 years ago? What's the status? Uh, what's the, what's the, uh, the statute of limitations on saying something awkward. The list goes on. You could debate over just about anything. Go to Google. Pick a topic. I don't care what it is. Math. Water. Breathing. Is fill-in-the-blank, racist. And you will find at least a half a dozen articles on anything. And the media does not help. Now remember, 
I have been in the media for 33 years. I have been in the media my entire adult life since I was 18 years old. In some way, shape, or form, I have been part of the media. Now, not always part of the television stations or the news media, but I've been in radio, I've been in television, I've been in motion pictures, I've been in newspapers. I've had my own advertising agency. I've worked with advertising agencies. I've been a freelance media producer and I have worked for a number of different clients on a number of different projects. I have been in the newsrooms. I have been in the production houses. I know of which I speak. And there are plenty of examples out there of media bias, let's say. And it goes both ways. Yes, there is some bias on the right as well with some groups. But those groups don't have near as much control over a lot of things. Now that's the broad, the broad macrocosm all of those debates, all of those discussions, oh, well, we don't have discussions. We have arguments. We have shouting matches. We have block and mute. But we don't have discussions over those ideas. There is no marketplace of ideas at this point. There is no room for discussion and debate and respectful dialogue. In the Old Testament, the, the prophet Isaiah, let us reason together. It's very difficult. And I'm just as guilty of it as anybody else. I have my beliefs. I have my concerns over certain things. I have my expectations and assumptions and preconceived notions and a lot of them, yes, are based on politics, but some are also based on my faith. Some are based on my belief in the republic and what it stands for. So there are certain things that I'm going to believe, certain values that I'm going to hold that will make me the enemy of other people in this country and I'm fine with that some of them are friends of mine and I imagine at some point decisions will have to be made that's an expectation it's not something that I'm looking forward to I don't anticipate that kind of thing I don't really want to get to that point but I see such division in this country right now that I don't see it as anything but an inevitability. This country is divided. And if you look at how people are treating each other over this list, 
it looks exactly like the arguments and the behavior over this list. The Last Jedi. Is it a masterpiece or is it utter garbage? Is Comic Kid a hate group or is it a consumer movement to try to drive quality back into comic books? Gamergate, was it about ethics and journalism or was it about sexism? Why is it not okay for Gina Carano to post certain things, but it's okay for Pedro Pascal to post similar things? Is Ray a Mary Sue? Is Michael Burnham the bestest ever? Are they some of the greatest female characters that have ever been created? Or are they Mary Sues? Are they weak, flat, one-dimensional characters whose purpose is only to pander? And speaking of Ray, what about her relationship with Kylo Ren? Is that something to be emulated? Is Raylo really something that should be a thing? Similar to the relationship between Joker and Harley Quinn. Some people see those as ideal. This, 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 this is golden relationships. Other people see those as toxic and abusive. Which is it? Is Jodie Whittaker the best doctor ever? Is it about time we get a female doctor? Or did Chris Chibnall cast a woman in the role to thumb his nose at everybody who thought it was a bad idea? I'll show you... And the marketing of, of all of it, of course, it's about time as if this was something that should have happened a very long time ago. Now, granted, even as far back as Tom Baker's years, the possibility of a woman playing the part was out there. Tom Baker even thought, hey, why not? So it's not a new idea. And yet all of these people who come up with these things, that this is the thing for now... Modern year 2020, 2021, they act as if it's the greatest thing since sliced bread, the newest innovation. It's never been done before. Except it has. Star Trek is a good example of that. Michael Burnham being the lead character and everybody is talking all about how great it is that we have the first female, first black character, lead character. Wait a minute. What about Catherine Janeway? What about Benjamin Sisko? We have trod this ground already 30 years ago. But then you think, 30 years that's a generation. And the people that are in charge right now only know history that goes back as far as the day they were born. Nothing happened prior to that. Nothing that matters anyway. 
So the question of gender and identity and equality and all of those things that are being debated now with stunning and brave actions taken part by all of these shows, they've all been done before. Masters of the Universe is the latest one to turn everything up on its ear. Here are the expectations. Here's what we're going to deliver. Here's what we promise you we're going to give you. And then don't. And the people making this, whatever this is, fill in the blank, the people who are responsible for the creation and the stewardship of these intellectual properties have the gall to act surprised and offended when certain people in fandom don't like what they're making. Well, how dare they? They get offended when certain segments of fandom don't like what they're doing. You should know better. You should listen to your intellectual betters. We are the tastemakers. We are the ones in charge. And you're not allowed to dissent. You're not allowed to defy the narrative. You're not allowed to disagree or you're toxic. Ist. Phobe. Those words get slung around quite a bit. Some of it might be accurate for some people in fandom. I'm sure that there are some people who are racist and sexist, who are among fans. But I would postulate that there are those kind of people on both sides of any argument. Because groups and movements are made up of individuals. And individuals have their own beliefs and perspectives. Just like I do. Just like you do. And now we're starting to see the ists and the phobes get blamed for every failure that's coming out of Hollywood. Well, nobody nobody is nobody likes anybody that doesn't like Jodie Whittaker as the doctor is just a sexist. When the majority of the complaints that I saw had to do with Chris Chibnall in the writers room and the stories that they were telling. Not necessarily Jody's performance. People got over the idea of a female doctor pretty quickly. And how long did it take before the entertainment media, the trade publications, Variety, Deadline, Forbes, Hollywood Reporter all acknowledged 
what was being said among fans with regard to The Last Jedi, The Rise of Skywalker, well, yeah, they're kind of not very good. What's the statute of limitations on shill media coming out and saying anything that they can in order to maintain access from the people what in charge? Ethics fly out the window. In pursuit of access, money, prestige, Whatever the reason, it's clear, and it has been clear for a while now, that the Hollywood media especially, but the media in general, the news media, the lifestyle media, the entertainment media, all of the traditional publications that you would expect fall under that category, their integrity is compromised. Barry Weiss called out the New York Times. Are they the are they the newspaper of record? Or are they not fit to wrap three day old fish? Is Twitter really the driving force behind change in social mores and values? Or is it just a room full of emotionally stunted 15-year-olds who never grew up, who never left junior high, who never left Tumblr, who are narcissists and egomaniacs and control freaks, and they think they are the bee's knees. All animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. That is Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, at least that's my thinking. You don't have to agree with me, but I think, I wager, I would speculate that there are a whole lot more people out there who agree with me than you might think. And they might agree with you. You never know. Because you're told not to talk to each other. You're told not to congregate with each other. Don't go out, they say. In New South Wales, they're actually coming out and saying, don't be friendly to anybody. Don't trust anyone. Don't talk to anyone. Why not? If I'm six feet away from you and I'm wearing a mask, I should be safe, right? Or are you worried more about what gets said. Conversations will take place. People will talk to each other. People will compare notes. Well, I heard thus and so, X and so. Yes, well, I heard that and the other. And what the media tells you is not necessarily what is so. Because the media will tell you what they think you need to hear. 
the media will sell a line in order to hook you into a particular mode of behavior. And when you don't swallow the bait, then you get blamed for being toxic. Charlie's Angels, it's not made for men. Okay, we're not going to go see it then. So when it fails at the box office, it's blamed on sexism. Ghostbusters 2016, the same thing. We're not going to acknowledge that it was badly made. We're not going to acknowledge the craft of making the product is questionable because from their marketing, they're already setting up the excuse for their failure. Terminator, Dark Fate, same kind of thing. It's going to scare men. Fine. Strong female characters have been around for a long while. Ellen Ripley, Sarah Connor. We don't have a problem with strong female characters. Xena, Warrior Princess. Wonder Woman, Black Canary, the real one. The Bionic Woman, if you want to go back farther. Lara Croft. We're perfectly fine with strong female characters, as long as they're well written. And now, we have Tim Drake's sexuality being changed after 31, 32 years that he's been in DC Comics as Robin, as Red Robin. And he's dated a number of women. And there have been no indications at all whatsoever any time in the history of the character that he's ever been interested in men. But we know better. Same as uh, Bobby Drake, Iceman, over at Marvel. Change for the sake of change, especially with it regards to particular identity politics, if it's not driven by a specific and organic story element, reasons for being, then it's pandering. Does the NFL derive any benefit from pandering to the Black Lives Matter movement? The leader of which took a bunch of money and bought a really nice house. Hello, Pop Culture Avenger. Welcome in the chat. Good to see you here as well. At what point do we say enough is enough? At what point do we sit there and say, done? Not, not so much I'm done debating. Not so much that I'm done arguing with you because there are no debates. There are no discussions. You're either with us or you're against us. You either agree with me or you're the enemy. And there are a lot of people who are starting to take that stance. And I have a growing concern that enemy is going to actually 
get some teeth to it. Right now, it's just a bunch of flame wars on social media, for the most part. Now, yes, we've had the riots. We have the protests. We have video of various different events being suppressed by the media. I know that for a fact. I've talked to people who have had it done to them. There's information that's being suppressed about various different things. There's narratives that are being pushed about The Last Jedi, about Kathleen Kennedy, about the success of the comics industry right now. The dog is sitting in the house of fire saying this is fine. And as the house comes down around him, how long will that dog sit there and say, this is fine? This is fine. Or is there a point where fans on one side and fans on the other side of a particular argument will realize that we have a whole lot more in common with each other than we have not in common and we are being manipulated and pushed and poked and prodded and encouraged to fight amongst ourselves for reasons Why do we get put into the position where we are having to fight each other all the time? Who benefits? Again, that's the question. Who benefits? Is there queer coding in Tolkien or not? Or are we seeing things that aren't there just to rile people up? Are we deliberately setting up debates and division and drama in order to distract from something else. Now, I say that the, the divisions among fandom is a microcosm for what's happening in the real world, out in everyday life. And I think the two are related in a couple of ways. Now, I'm just riffing off the top of my head here. I'm not, I'm not doing any kind of deep dive research notes. This is, this is, a lot of this is gut reaction and perception. But I'm a smart guy. And I'm pretty sure that most of you are smart as well. And you see some of this. And whether it tickles your subconscious or you're actually seeing it for what it is, you know what's out there. 
the phrase bread and circuses. This idea that as long as we're entertaining you, and as long as we're feeding you, then you're going to be okay with all of the terrible, ugly things that our food and entertainment is distracting you from. We're going to keep your focus on this hand over here, and you're going to pay attention to what we're doing here, because this is what we're telling you to pay attention to. And in the meantime, back over there, we're going to be doing some stuff we don't want anybody talking about. But look here, look at this. Look at this shiny here, shiny right here in front of you, shiny. Pay no attention to that over there. Look, shiny. And when shiny doesn't work, look at the bad person. Let's fight the bad person. Let's go after the bad person. Don't pay any attention to what's going on over there. That, that's not important back over there. Look at the bad person up here. We went from 14 days to flatten the curve to papers, please. Police in France are doing random spot checks for your vaccination cards if you're out in public. Oh, but that can't happen here. That's not, that's not going to be a thing. Have you seen the media cover any of these protests that have been happening with any amount of intensity? Manny says, dividing the fans are to distract us, but from what? Anything. It is to distract us from a couple of things, I think. Now, this is my take, and I don't speak for anybody else here on staff. This is just me. But I think that it's a coordinated effort between the news media, between Hollywood, and between the politicians, and whoever else wants to be in charge. And they're keeping us fighting each other so we're not fighting them. They're keeping us distracted from what's going on in the real world to undermine our rights and our privileges as citizens of the Republic. Now, I gotta say... You look at other countries. Other countries don't enjoy the freedoms that we have here in the United States. And you look at what's happening in Australia, for example, when the whole country gets completely locked down over one death. And I've said this before, and I will reiterate it. This is not about liberals versus conservatives. This is not about red versus blue. This is not about right versus left. It's about power. And we're going to distract you so that we can take away your rights and your power so we have power. 
Because as long as you're divided amongst yourselves, as long as you're fighting each other, and as long as you're manipulated into that kind of behavior and suspicion and paranoia, remember now, this is, this is the pandemic of the unvaxxed. They're trying to other people. They're trying to keep you paranoid and fearful and suspicious of each other so you're not paying attention to what they're doing. Usurping the Constitution, at least here in the United States. We hear a lot about the Great Reset. We hear a lot about the New World Order. And I can't speak to that, but that's out there. Is this the brave new world that we want to live in? Where everybody is under lockdown, everybody is in a police state? This is the dystopian future that we've been warned about in so many different books not just 1984. And as long as we continue to fight amongst ourselves over who is a Mary Sue and who is the bestest doctor ever and who is this and what is that and this and the other and the other, as long as we're distracted by the drama of the Snyder Cut and the Ayer Cut. And whether or not James Gunn has a hit on his hands and whether or not Disney made the, dis the, the, the mistake of the day and date releases, as long as we're talking about all of that, we're not talking about what's happening to us as a people. There are people out there who want to control every aspect of your life. Now, they'll say, it's for your own good. But they want to control you. And that's what it's about. It's about power. It's about power. It's about control. Now, there is hope. Because there are people among fandom, especially on the entertainment side of things, there are people who sit there and say, I am closing my wallet. I'm done. I'm going to cancel my subscription to Disney+. Plus. I'm going to not buy the DVDs or the movies or the Lego kits or the t-shirts. I'm not going to buy a ticket. I'm not going to pay for Premier Access. And we're starting to see a little bit of that. Black Widow, The Suicide Squad, both of them underperforming. Hello, Tom from Midnight's Edge. I see you there in the chat. Probably a good idea to review comments with me around. <laughs> Should I be reviewing your comments or I got to review the comments that people see, say because you're here? It's, there, there's, the, there's the question. No, it's, everything's good. Everything's good. Th 
I can't help but wonder, and, and Manny's got it, from what are we being distracted? What is it? What is it that they don't want you to see? What is it they don't want you to know? Why is YouTube so hot to trot to cancel certain accounts? To delete certain videos? Why is Facebook ready to censor everybody? Why does Twitter not want you posting about certain things? And why can't we scrutinize the science of a thing? Why can't we look at the box office numbers and ask whether or not they're accurate? Captain Marvel. Why can't we ask questions? And why can't we hold certain opinions about certain things Regardless of what those opinions are, why are we not allowed to have certain opinions over others? Why is it okay to say X and it's not okay to say X minus? It's only a matter of time before the ministry of truth is no longer an abstract. We're well on our way. Big tech censoring everything that you say. Monitoring everywhere you go on the internet. The news media telling you a certain things are so whether they are or not. An almost fanatical religious movement among the believe the science crowd. And if you think that Ray was a badly written character, well, then you're just evil incarnate. And if you don't like Jodie Whittaker's performance as the doctor, well, you're just a sexist. And if you voted for any particular person, then your reputation should be destroyed. Your livelihood should be destroyed. Your friendships should be withdrawn. Your access to social media, your access to the internet, your access to the world should be revoked. You didn't take the vaccination? Well, you shouldn't be allowed to live. You shouldn't be allowed to exist. Because you, you are the threat. No discussion at all whatsoever about exercise, healthy weight, eat right, get plenty of rest, take your vitamins, drink your water. Nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about the people who recover 
do they have a natural immunity or not? Does everybody have to take this experimental vaccine that's not a vaccine? How long before this video gets taken down just because I ask a question? Because I'm just asking a question. At what point do we say enough is enough? At what point do you cross the line and say, I can't stand by and do nothing anymore? What is your point of no return? And that's a question that I ask of you whether you're a conservative or a liberal. Because some liberals are not liberal enough. And some conservatives may not be conservative enough. At what point do you look at everything that's going on in fandom and in the world and you stand up and say the line must be drawn yeah, this far, no further. I see Cam1138 in the chat. Good to see you here. Welcome. At what point do we say enough is enough? At what point do we say come and take it? Don't tread on me. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States and the Republic for which it stands. We don't pledge allegiance to any particular person. We don't pledge allegiance to any particular party. And if you're of a faith, your allegiance is even higher. Isn't it? What does your faith tell you is right? What does your belief tell you is right. Because the arguments that we have in fandom are minor in the grand scheme of things. The Last Jedi, it's a movie. It's a story. Ultimately, it doesn't matter. Because whether you like The Last Jedi or not will not determine your freedom to move about the country. We keep arguing about this stuff. We keep arguing about Star Trek and Doctor Who and Battlestar Galactica and Star Wars and fill-in-the-blank Meanwhile, society is collapsing around us because we're looking at the wrong things. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I fully realize that there are people in the fandoms 
And I would say that there's probably people on both sides who like to stir the pot, who like to poke the bear, who love the drama. And there are some people out there who need the drama because the drama makes them relevant. The drama gives them a voice, gives them a seat at the table. They have, they have an impact. They have an important role to play. And some of them might be doing it on purpose by design stirring the pot and making us argue and fuss and fight with each other. Is it a big grand conspiracy? Are they all in on it? Well, is it? Are they? Deep down in your gut, what's the answer? What do you think is going on? Why, over the last four or five, six years, have these arguments become so heated and so emotional and so absolute? Now, the Star Trek versus Star Wars debate, that's been going on for decades. And, and among fans, there have always been those discussions about who are the true fans versus the new fans. That debate's been going on since the 1930s. That's nothing new. But it's only recently that personal politics have become the litmus test for everything. Whether you should be accepted as a fan or not. Whether your opinion matters or not. And I would submit to you that the people who take a position over the fan debate list, I can tell you, based on those positions that they take on that list, I'm pretty sure what positions they're going to take on the other list. Because it's all driven by personal politics. It's all driven by ideology. And some of that could be, I'm going to say what I think I need to say so I don't become a target. I think there was a lot of that around the, around the Last Jedi. And we have people who have admitted to that. That they've said the things that they've said in order to maintain access to Disney. And Disney owns a lot of stuff. Go along to get along. Okay, this is the, this is the official party line. That's what we're going to say. Until we don't have to say that anymore. And while you're debating about something else, we can sit here and say, yeah, The Last Jedi wasn't all that great. But we weren't allowed to say so at the time. How many other things are in that category? Yeah, 
uh, Kathleen Kennedy didn't really do all that great a job, but we weren't allowed to say so at the time. Ghostbusters 2016, eh, wasn't really all that great of a movie, but we weren't allowed to say so at the time. At some point, we're going to get past... We weren't allowed to say so at the time. At some point, it'll be too late to say so at all. Over the last few weeks, I have made it a habit of wrapping up all of these shows with the reminder that there are four lights. And I'm actually rather surprised that nobody's asked me about that yet. But let me explain something to you. The reason why I end my shows that way. There was an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation where Jean-Luc Picard was captured by the Cardassians, tortured by a particular gull played by David Warner. It's an excellent episode. Two-parter. And behind this Cardassian gull, there are four lights. And in the process of torturing Picard, not to get information, but to break him, the gull, in a scene and a storyline very reminiscent of 1984. Because that scene in 1984, how many fingers am I holding up? How many fingers do you see? And the goal is that you're going to see what I tell you you see. Whether you see four fingers or not, whether you see two fingers or not, I'm going to tell you that you see five. And in this episode of The Next Generation, they're torturing Picard to break him so that he sees five lights, not four. And when they finally come to get him and release him, he looks back and he shouts defiantly, There are four lights. He almost broke. For a moment, he admits to Deanna Troy, he says, for a moment I saw five lights. Because you get so beaten down and so overwhelmed with the narrative. You tell a lie over and over and over and over and over and over again. And eventually, some people will start to believe it. And when you multiply that and compound that with a narrative driven by fear, just like Gable said at the Nuremberg Trials, you can make people do anything if they're afraid enough. Don't let the media beat you into thinking that there are five lights when there are only four lights. Investigate everything. Question everything. Don't just take it on face value. Don't just take somebody's word for it. 
who benefits. It's not just about money. It's not just follow the money. It's who benefits. It's about power. It's about control. They want it. And they don't want you to have it. But you have to remember something. You are the paying customer. The money in your pocketbook, you can deny them. Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, Box Office, Premier Access, toys, t-shirts, whatever. You ultimately have the power and the control over the marketplace. Exercise that power and control wisely. And remember, there are four lights. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2021 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. 